0: This is the Troll Troll Patrol, Patrol live, with Justin
1: Freakin'. Welcome to the Troll Patrol, live, it's a freaking Insurrection Day anniversary. We're on a couple of hours early tonight, we're gonna flip over to the Capitol, where Democrats are holding a vigil. And we're going to hear from President Biden and Vice President Harris from this morning. My ass set an alarm and tried to get up and actually stream that, but uh, when 7.30 rolled around, I was like, yeah, fuck this. Nah, not going to do it. It's on video. We can play it later. And we're going to. We're going to hear from several people, including Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, about their opinions on... The insurrection. We're going to hear from uh, Ron DeSantis. Apparently there was only one Republican that showed up for the moment of silence on the House floor this morning for the Capitol Police. That was Liz Cheney. He happened to bring along her dad and her dad had something to say. We are going to talk about Kazakhstan having their own insurrection today. Capitol building was set ablaze. Bitcoin took a dip. All kinds of shit going on around the violence in Kazakhstan. We're going to talk about how schools keep closing. They're changing speakers right now at the Capitol, so let's go ahead and flip over. We will pick up with this Uh, vigil in progress.
2: We're standing here today in the cold, uh, exactly one year.
1: It it was supposed to start at 6 o'clock, Eastern, but uh, they, they started a little early, about 20 minutes ago. We
2: are going to fix our democracy, and we talked about the solutions that we need and the reforms that we will win. We heard moving personal stories about what happens, real stories for people who experience 1-6 in this very spot. We heard about the critical legislative solutions that we need to win to succeed to save our democracy. And now, as Wanda just said, we need the Senate to act and time is up. So I am thrilled to have been here with you. I am honored that we did this together tonight, that we stood in vigil on January 6th. So thank you all. I am
3: not high
4: enough enough for this. And I want to hand it over to Ben to close us out.
3: Thank you, Lisa.
1: So I guess I got the, the, the time wrong. I thought Nancy Pelosi was going to be. Speaking.
5: On Facebook and everywhere
1: else to see everybody Get your candle. No, I did not see a tweet about Wakanda. You
3: know they don't let me on Twitter. <laughs> and I'm gonna be headed home to see her in a minute. And, and, and on the way down here, I was talking to her brother, who's nine years old. And you know, our kids are growing up in a time when they're a little bit more scared than we were. You know They're worried about climate change, they're worried about the state of our democracy. The ones that grow up in the Beltway, well, they're worried about what happened here a year ago. And I took a moment to encourage my son and to remind him that through his veins flow the, the blood of seven members of the Massachusetts Regiment of the Continental Army. Including a boy who at 15 picked up his powder horn and his musket and, re- and, re- and reported to the fight. At Lexington and Concord, I reminded my son that through his veins run the the blood of a boy who was born in Appomattox and into slavery, and re- recounted to the papers decades later, walking across the corpses the corpses of soldiers to watch Lee surrender to Grant, and went on to serve as a public now, Are you sure itself? you didn't see
1: some kind of satire because I'm not I am not seeing any kind of tweet about Wakanda. Who spent
3: time with who, when she was but a teenager hit on the floor of a car in Tennessee to evade Klan not patrols to get food to black farmers who had been forced off of their land and were being denied access to food because they asserted their right to vote after the passage of the Voting Rights Act. And so as we go home tonight, let us bring
1: the. Home I just I just scrolled today, through her Twitter and I saw nothing about crowd,
3: it. A people of every gender, of every faith, of every color, of all the folks gathered on Instagram and on Facebook joining us tonight, of every Patreon... Oh, oh, oh! I might be looking rather white because usually
1: at seven o'clock, my fucking computer monitors change. To where they're like not uh, fluorescent.
3: Let us remember. Let us remember that Donald Trump lost the national popular vote twice, and God forbid he ever be.
1: Scrappy, I'm skeptical. Uh, that doesn't that uh, I, that doesn't sound real.
3: And so let us commit ourselves let us commit ourselves to ensure that democracy matters in the greatest democracy on earth
1: cuz you have to you have to be careful cuz there's a lot of there's a lot of pages that are going to put fucking quotes under people as satire. That the
3: John Lewis Voting Rights Act is passed, yeah. and quite frankly, that both Joe's, Joe Manchin, and Joe. Yeah,
1: usually, usually my computer switches into night mode. Democracy.
3: The courage shown
1: by the officers that day. This co- is the vigil the for the shown by Mike. The anniversary of January six. The bidding of Donald Trump. God bless each of you through you. Yeah, well, the reason I look wide is because my computer is not flipped into night mode, yeah.
3: Democracy again and again and I predict our democracy will prevail because of people like us. God bless each of you. Let's hear for the choir. Now, this is one of many
1: events that are going on. We are got children. We are the world. ones to make a brighter day.
6: So
3: let's
6: start giving. There's a choice we're
3: making. We're saving our own lives.
1: I'm always down for some Michael Jackson.
7: Make a
1: better day,
8: just you and me. Come on, everybody sing it We are
1: the world. No, I don't know. Did Michael Jackson actually write this one, or was this a Quincy Jones?
7: We are the ones to make a brighter day, so let's start giving.
5: There's a choice we're making.
3: There's a choice we're making.
6: We're saving. We're saving our own lives. It's
7: true, we make
3: a brighter day, just you and me. It was
1: Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie that wrote it.
3: Make it. Make it a better place. For you
8: and for me and the entire human race. They are people dying
1: if If you can. I mean, it, it sounds like something Michael would write.
8: Make a better place for you and for me.
1: Now, this was supporters outside of the Capitol. This was on the Capitol steps just moments ago. Nancy Pelosi was speaking at the candlelight vigil. This was the actual official vigil outside the Capitol. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Yeah, that was the USA for Africa thing. Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. The Honorable Charles E. Schumer, Majority Leader of the United States Senate. So this was just moments ago.
5: States House of Representatives. This is what I thought was
1: happening at six o'clock Eastern, but apparently it happened uh, a few minutes earlier. And gentlemen, please welcome the Most Reverend. Michael I mean, it wasn't exactly their failure. And primate. the Church. Uh, law enforcement falls under the executive branch, and the executive branch was the one attacking the Capitol. Let us so. pray.
7: Let us pray. Eternal God. Whom the Bible speaks and says that you are loved. I
1: don't even remember what the point of it was at the time because I was just a fucking kid. I was like five when that was going on. And if not younger, if not younger, it would have been like eighty-seven, wouldn't it? I would have been like three. All wisdom
7: the light of all truth. I mean, it's a banger of a song, though.
1: Not in pride
7: or arrogance. But, we come but of
1: course, fucking here. Michael writes bangers.
7: We come before you because we need your help. We need your help. In- I mean,
1: I, I assume it had something to do with apartheid South Africa. There we was also the, uh, you know, live aid and farm aid and all that shit that we happened. We need your help
7: for those who have been traumatized and troubled by the painful events of one year ago. I liked the, uh, the Simpsons
1: version when Bart... Put the the recorder down the well, down to be,
7: and all the all the celebrities the scene, got together and they were sending be. their love down the well. To be the nation you would have us to be, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and. Justice. Well, it was like Luke Perry and Krusty together. So we ask you now to help us. Wasn't it the Sonic Two soundtrack? Help all those who are traumatized, help all. I might be wrong on that, but I want to say it was Sonic Two and not
1: once. Sonic Three.
7: Help those who are struggling.
1: But I could be wrong, Corey. You might be right. To be oh, it's Sonic 3? Okay, cool.
7: Instruments of your love and instruments of your healing for this land.
1: Michael Jackson wrote the music Congress, for Sonic 3. Uncredited. Nice government,
7: for we the people. For this country and this world.
1: Long regarded as one of the best precious Lord soundtracks
7: for a video game. I'm not an arrogance or pride, but humbly. I
1: don't remember what the story behind it was, but I think he was like actually a fan of Sonic. take our hand.
7: Lead us on. Let us stand. Some of us are tired.
1: Yeah, so I've just completely fucked up my timing all day today. I tried to carry the Biden-Harris speech. I tried to carry this live. Sorry.
7: Lead us on to the light. Take our hands, precious Lord. I feel like he's quoting song lyrics here. Amen.
1: Oh, we're going to watch it scrappy. I've got that while well, we're not going to watch the whole fucking Biden thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden's Master too fucking Sergeant boring. Sarah Sheffield of the President's own. We're going to watch about 2 minutes of it. Come on. There, I don't I don't think there were any hee hees in it now. Also, curious sir, every time I wear the shirt you got me, you do not show up. I wore it during last night's show. You never showed up. You're gonna accuse me of never wearing that shirt that I've worn multiple times now.
4: My died, land of the
1: and he slept through it. I covered January sixth. We can go back and watch my reaction to that shit happening.
3: Let freedom
1: ring. Our father's God to thee. he Chuggy Schumer, Schumer, there's Pelosi, Dick Durbin. of
8: liberty to
1: thee. We sing long
3: may I
1: Again, this was just a few minutes ago on the steps of the
3: Capitol.
4: Light, oh, it's
1: pretty stupid. You know you know what I would want instead of this fucking performative bullshit? Charges against Trump. You wanna you wanna protect democracy? Fucking bring charges against Trump.
2: We thank Miss Shepard for leading us in song.
1: Yeah, I can, I'm not sure what you're talking about,
2: Cor. In prayer. Another of-
1: prayer? Goddamn!
2: Democratic leader of the Senate, all of our colleagues from the House and Senate, we prayerfully walk one year... Pray
1: with one hand and shit in the other, see so would fills up faster.
2: ...honor the heroes who defended the Capitol and our, mock, mock, that, our democracy that day. Oh, god damn.
1: I am not high enough for this shit. Where's
2: my pot? In memory of those who lost their lives and sacrificed so much for our democracy that
6: day.
1: Now, the right wing has been mocking the shit out of these people all day. Some of it deservedly. Also, they're trying desperately to downplay exactly what happened. Because they're traitors.
4: God bless America. Land that I love. Stand
1: beside her and guide her. This is nothing but like a a, jack each other off ceremony. From the mountains to the. This is what they played at Gitmo to torture people. Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page was really good last night. Still didn't top Okada and Osprey from Rizzle Kingdom, though. God damn, what a match.
3: Sweet
1: Oh, man, Ren and Stimpy was such a good show. I still can't believe they aired that shit on, on Nickelodeon when I was a kid. Have a good rest of your evening. Now that this shit is over, I guess we will. Oh no, we gotta listen to fucking Biden and Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Green. God, sometimes my job sucks. Both the Christian shit and the nationalism. I fucking go out of your way to watch Osprey Okada. Holy fuck! If Dave Milter doesn't give that eight stars, I don't know what gets eight stars. <laughs> Biden is probably already in bed he was up early this morning given his little speech this was just uh moments ago from the Speaker of the House this was earlier today this was this morning fellow Americans I was I was gonna try to get up at seven 30 this morning and cover this shit my alarm went off and I went
9: hey Google shut the fuck up yeah shut the fuck up Life, there's truth, and tragically, there are lies. Lies conceived and spread for profit and power. We must be absolutely clear about what is true. I hope you're not stuck because of the snow. And here's several friends stuck in the snow. Former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies. About the 2020 election. Yeah, fuck Biden. He's done so because he values power over principle. Because he sees his own interest as more important than his country's interest, than America's Well, thank God
1: that he's actually talking like this, because a couple of weeks ago he was jacking Trump off. And then Trump was like, oh, Biden praised me. Oh, isn't he such a good president? It's fucking Weird. So thank you for at least talking about him in the terms that he deserves to be talked about in.
9: And because his bruised ego matters more to him than our democracy or our constitution. He can't accept he lost. Even though that's what 93 United States senators, his own attorney general, his own vice president, governors and state officials in every battleground state have all said. He lost. Oh, good Lord. If
1: only we got a fucking bag of Weather's Originals. Holy shit. That would be better than what the federal government... And we're going to get into that here in a little bit. They are not providing the support needed. Schools are closing all over the place because they don't have enough staff. Meanwhile, you have assholes that are remoting in to all these news shows to talk about how schools need to be opened. Corey Lightfoot in
9: Chicago said the teachers' union made him look stupid. That's what 81 million of you did as you voted for a new way forward. He has done what no president in American history, the history of this country, has ever, ever done. He refused to accept the results of an election and the will of the American people. Well, some courageous men and women in the Republican Party are standing against it, trying to uphold the principle of that party. Too many others are transforming that party into something else. They seem no longer to want to be the party, the party of Lincoln, Eisenhower.
1: Honestly, I'm tired of this attack on teachers.
9: But whatever my other disagreements are with Republicans who support the rule of law And not the rule of a single man. I will always seek to work together with them. Well, that's because you're fucking a Republican, dude. You should not be in the same party as me. You should not be in the same party as AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Katie Porter. Like, you're a Republican. We must decide. What kind of nation are we going to be? Are we going to be a nation that accepts political violence as a norm? That has been the norm in this country. Allow partisan election officials to over. Have you read a fucking history book, Biden? Express will of the people. Are we going to be a nation that lives not by the warlord? Oh, Welcome. We're on a little early tonight. Shadow of lies, we cannot allow ourselves to be. Oh, Trump canceled his
1: press conference for tonight. However, he did release a statement. So, you want some Trump? You get some Trump. You get some Trump, and the revolution is in Kazakhstan. We're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. Here is Trump's statement. Biden, who is destroying our nation with insane policies of open borders. What open borders? It's like these right-wingers talking about lockdowns. What fucking lockdowns are you talking about? Biden, who is destroying our nation with insane policies of open borders, corrupt elections, disastrous energy uh, policies, unconstitutional mandates, and devastating school closures. What school closures? Schools are closing because they don't have enough fucking people to staff them. Used my name today to try to further divide America. This political theater is all just a distraction from the fact Biden has completely and totally failed. Our country no longer has borders, has totally and completely lost control of COVID, record numbers, is no longer energy independent. Inflation is rampant, our military is in chaos, and our exit or surrender from Afghanistan was perhaps the most embarrassing day in the long and distinguished history of the United States, and so much more. Why is it that the unselect committee of totally partisan political hacks whose judgment has long ago been made, not discussing the rigged presidential election of 2020. Those are Trump's words, not mine, YouTube. Please don't take me down. The election was not rigged. The courts, the DOJ, everybody has proven it. Even the fucking Republican audits proved that the election was not rigged. Because they don't have the answer or justifications for what happened. They got away with something and it is leading to our country's destruction. They want all conversation concerning the election canceled. Just look at the numbers. They speak for themselves. They are not justifiable. So the complicit media just calls it the big lie. When in actuality, the big lie was the election itself. Wrong. Trump is wrong. This is bullshit. The Democrats went, uh, want to, to own this day of January 6th so they can stoke fears and divide America. I say let them have it because America sees through their lies and polarizations. That was Trump's statement on January the 6th. Interesting coming from the party that, you know, milked the shit out of fucking 9-11 for years and years and years. Makes everything fucking political. Alright, uh... You boinum Seven, seven. You're seven to me now. What's up, seven? Welcome! Glad to have you here on the stream. Some of you guys have some weird fucking screen names. We're glad to have you. Weird screen name and all, though. What we do here is we cover the news while I get high and uh, cuss a lot. Here is Vice President Kamala Harris from this morning. Fellow Americans, good
6: morning. Certain- good morning! Throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing. What do you guys
1: think the cringe level of this speech 100%. is going to be on a scale of one to ten? Where you put Days the cringe? That occupy, not ten only being a the place
6: cringiest. Our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021.
1: Good answers.
6: On that day, I was not only vice president-elect, I was also a United States senator. And I was here at the Capitol that morning at a classified hearing with fellow members of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Hours later, the gates of the Capitol were breached. I had left. The gates of hell I spewed open. Turned not only to my colleagues, but to my staff. ...who had been forced to... high enough for this shit. Where's my water? ...in our office, converting filing cabinets into barricades. What the extremists who roamed these halls targeted was not only the lives of elected leaders. What they sought to degrade and destroy was not only a building hallowed as it is, what they were assaulting were the institutions. I don't think anybody values, is a fan of the uh, Vice
1: President Harris.
6: That generations of Americans have marched, picketed, and shed blood to establish. I mean, everyone knows how
1: we feel about cops on this stream. So,
6: on January sixth, Cop- Kamala is what our nation top of the would look list. Like. If the forces who seek to dismantle... That day was indeed fucked.
1: Yes, Jenkins, but...
6: ...are successful. The
1: lawlessness. The violence. We need less platitudes and more action. What was at stake then? I mean, it's a year later and nobody has fucking been held accountable. I mean, you got 700 fucking arrests of the... the ...insurrectionists.
6: Describes it.
1: But I want to see the people justice oh. against the people who spurred it we on. We
6: cannot let our
1: future be Peter Navarro,
6: Bart Meadows,
1: Steve Bannon,
6: our voices,
1: and most of all, fucking Trump himself.
6: And peddling lies and misinformation by some radical faction that may be newly resurgent, but whose roots run old and deep. When I meet with young people, they often ask about the state of our democracy, about January 6th. And what I tell them is January 6th reflects the dual... I
1: feel a million times better, but I'm still having a hard time
6: hitting a ball. It's fragility, and it sucks. You see, the strength of democracy... Is the rule of law the strength of democracy? Is the principle that everyone should be treated equally?
1: Well, and let's elect- abolish the electoral college then. And fair. Let's
6: add some states and to the union. Should be given no quarter. The strength of democracy. Yes, actually, I uh,
1: wrongfully referred to the new coronavirus variant that was detected in France and as uh, "flu Rona." Apparently flu Rona is actually when you get a case of the flu and coronavirus at the same time. Democracy I was I was confused. I would like to correct myself on that one. And, and apparently video. the flu is making a resurgence and is particularly bad this year.
6: Here. The very fact of how close we came to an election overturned that reflects the fragility I
1: enjoyed the janitor just walking by behind her. Yet,
6: the resolve I saw... That janitor
1: there in the Capitol working way harder
6: than Vice President Harris. That night, their resolve not to yield, but to certify the election. Their loyalty, not to party or person, but to the Constitution of the United States. I got the kids over here doing crazy things. Oh, the other one's going to go join them. And so, of course, does the heroism of the Capitol Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department, the National Guard, and other law enforcement officers who answered the call that day. Including those... I
1: should have got a flu shot. I should have got a flu shot.
6: Both visible.
1: They had some nip earlier today. Matter of fact, I think Maynard's over there on the floor right now trying to, like, sniff some more up.
6: You know, I wonder... How will January 6th come to be remembered? I wish I'd gotten a flu ahead. shot. I
1: just, I don't leave the house very much. Will it much. be remembered as a moment? But like, clearly I need to protect myself against Sparkles being here for the freak oldest, show. Greatest. He will be
6: remote again tomorrow night, but we, we think we've got the issues corrected. Or a moment when we decided to secure and strengthen our democracy for generations to come. The
1: I, just, like, I just need to get out of the house. Like, if, I went, if I went down to a Kroger, I need to go get a booster now. To whether we it has officially been over six months, test. so I need to go get a booster. If, if, if I go get a booster, maybe I'll get a flu shot as well. Country. With
6: you, the people. And the work ahead will not be easy. Here in this very building, a decision will be made about whether we uphold the right to vote and ensure free and fair elections. Let's be clear. I
1: think her yeah. ass is better.
6: Voting rights bills that are now before the Senate. I think she's still congested, though. And the American you, can, you
1: can ask her tomorrow night. She'll be here with her cat ears before. and her pink microphone. We cannot. She's very excited to show lies. off.
6: We must unite in defense of our democracy in order to form a more perfect union. We raiding asses now. Establish. Justice, ensure... Were you Were you
1: here, la- uh, was it last week, when she was, like, having her titties, drink Prosecco and shit? I, like, I thought she was bringing it on home, and there's still, like, minutes left. I can't believe. Still, like, a minute left in that speech. We're moving on. So apparently, breaking news, the House January 6th investigators have contacted an ex-Oathkeeper featured in an ABC News documentary. I wonder if that's the guy we looked up the other day. No, it's not. This is Jason Van Tatenhoe. On January 6th, 2021,
8: thousands of rioters, many coming from the Save America rally, stormed the U.S. Capitol. As Congress meant to certify the 2020 presidential election results, five people died that day, including one. Po- this is just a recap. we 40 gonna... law enforcement officers were injured. It was later estimated that one point five million dollars in damages were done to the Capitol, according to the Department of Justice.
1: I want I want to know about this. Oath Keeper. House investigators are looking into the siege of the U.S. Capitol a year ago. Have contacted a former spokesperson for the Oath Keepers militia, seeking to interview him about his time with the militia group and its founder, Stuart Rhodes. This is according to the former Oath Keeper, Jason Van Tatenhove. Quest to interview Van Tatenhove, who says he left the Oath Keepers by 2018, suggests that House investigators are casting a wide net as they gather information about Rhodes while waiting to see if he will cooperate with their probe. Van Tatenhove told ABC News that he plans to answer the panel's questions, but he is first seeking legal counsel. So Dick Cheney was actually on the floor of the House this morning. Apparently said he was deeply disappointed in GOP leadership, which is a weird thing. For Dick Cheney to say when Dick Cheney is part of the slow-moving coup that's been going on in this country for 40 or 50 years with this current sect of Republicans, this fusion of evangelical radicals and business interests. No, Dick Cheney is very much still alive. He was on the House floor this morning. Bob Dole died. That might be who you were thinking of, died a few weeks ago. Most Republicans were absent on Only one Republican showed up for the moment of silence, and that was Liz Cheney. While most Republicans were absent on Capitol Hill for the January 6th anniversary on Thursday, one of the party's most prominent elder statesmen was there. News Chief Washington Correspondent Jonathan Carl spoke to former, uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney just off the House floor. He asked him why he came to the Capitol this day. Cheney said, it's important, uh, a historical event, referring to the anniversary of the insurrection. You can't overestimate how important it is. He added that he was deeply disappointed. We don't have better leadership in the Republican Party to restore the Constitution. This motherfucker shit all over the Constitution while he was in office. The Bush administration, hands down, laid the groundwork. For the Republican Party that was to come. So the nerve of this piece of shit. He noted that his daughter. Representative Liz Cheney. Is an exception. She is the vice chair of the House Select Committee. Investigating the attack on the Capitol. And has come under heavy fire from fellow Republicans. She's, she's not going to be a Republican much longer. They will indeed oust her this year. This is her last year in Congress. Almost Certainly he then went to the House floor with his daughter. He has a lifetime of floor privileges as a congressman who held the seat she now occupies in order to observe the moment of silence. One by one, Democratic members, including some liberals who castigated him and his politics when he was vice president, approached him to shake his hand and pay their respects. Besides the Cheneys and her staffers, there were no other Republicans in sight. What were the Republicans doing? Well, they were given their own little press conference. Here is the Chucklefuck Brigade of uh, Marjorie Taylor Green and uh, a larger room. Sex trafficker Matt that, uh, Gates.
5: Get from Speaker Pelosi. So, if you're uncomfortably cramped and not appropriately socially distanced, no, that was not by our hand. Uh, Congresswoman Green and I are not here to celebrate January sixth. We are not here to obsess about it. But we are here... You were complicit in it! ...to ask key questions about what happened on January 6th, who animated the violence, the extent to which the federal government may have been involved. I said
1: chuckle fuck, but chuckle butt
5: works as well. ...last year wasn't an insurrection. No one has been charged with insurrection. No one has been charged with... Goddamn,
1: they keep saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am waiting for the charges of inciting an insurrection against trump that's what i want and and all of his staffers peter navarro mark meadows you need to get the my pillow
5: guy apparently he was involved treason but it very very well may have been a surrection. we are very concerned that we have sent letter after letter to attorney general garland and fbi director ray to simply get to the bottom of Unexplained circumstances where people are on the FBI.
1: I want to get to the bottom of you fucking trafficking out. young girls. How
5: is Matt Gates still in Congress? Director Ray was asked under oath before the Congress about the federal assets and agents that were on the ground on January 6th. And he wouldn't provide clear answers. Attorney General Garland was asked in the Judiciary Committee by my colleague Thomas Massey about Ray Epps. He could have... Uh, Ray Epps... The- Resolve these questions,
1: but he declined to do so as that dude that Joe Rogan brought up that we had to do the deep dive no into Problem
5: giving long speeches to try to I concur
1: with you, Curiouser. And
5: smear those they disagree with, but they don't answer the questions that can get to the truth of what really happened on January 6th. I want to credit the reporting at Revolver News for having aggregated a number of the videos that I'm going uh, to go through now. That I think uh, continue to ripen these very deep concerns that Congresswoman Green and I have, and, and I would ask you to play the first. All right, part. let's
1: see this. Let's see this. So this is this is the Epps guy that they're accusing of being a federal agent. What? What? What, what was it? The three percenters? He was a part of? Ten, ten, ten. Now they they have promoted this guy as being a federal agent. And the reason why they are saying that is because he's yet to be arrested in connection with the riot. Here's the deal. Motherfucker owns this gigantic ass ranch. We we saw where he lived. He's absolutely loaded. He has a good attorney. And he's probably singing like a fucking canary. And that is the reason why he hasn't been arrested. But this is the dude that Joe Rogan brought up. Person, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Apparently okay. <laughs> he was former military. I think it was the three percenters that he was a part of.
9: Can we, we, right, we'll we go up there? No. When we go in,
4: Are we gonna
9: get arrested we we go in yeah.
4: don't need to get shot.
5: Arrest This is the very last thing that happens before the breach. You've got Ray Epps whispering into this guy's ear, and it's li- this is the moment of breach. You know, if you were the January sixth committee, wouldn't you wanna know what Ray Epps whispered into that individual's ear? And here, this is the moment of breach. Epps part of the breach squad.
1: But now, how conspiratorial is this? I mean, this is... We're going to point to this one guy.
5: ...together by citizens, by small media outlets. Imagine if we actually...
1: I do not doubt that the Capitol Police were in on it, that there was a segment of the police that were in on it.
5: To understand
1: why... I don't doubt that there's a segment of the FBI that was in on it. Telling people... If there were feds in the
5: crowd, crowd, they were probably pro-Trump. ...laser focus that the objective is to enter the United States Capitol building. And then on the 6th, it's not the Proud Boys who engage in the initial breach. It's Ray Epps at that precise moment. So
1: trying to pin it on the feds as if it's some fucking Democratic plot to Uh, frame Republicans is nonsense. Do you know who oversees the feds?
5: The executive branch. Do you know who's in control of the executive branch? Trump. With the Oath Keepers... Then all of a sudden, Ray Epps' name falls off the list. We've sent letters asking questions about that unexplainable circumstance. Yes, that's
1: right. the feds were indeed looking for Ray Epps. He was on their most wanted list. Uh, information, but it wasn't. And his name isn't on the list anymore. So that what that tells me is he has high-priced attorneys and he is cooperating. Kind of like your uh, buddy is cooperating with the feds, there, Matt Gates.
5: Defense being cut removed by this individual right here with the backpack, look, professionally, not whipped up in the crowd, just taking fence down. Now, just moments ago, Congresswoman Green and I went to this specific location outside and we demonstrated how easy it could have been that an individual might have listened to the president's remarks.
1: Whisper, are you trying to like, I'm never going to dance again
5: and then might have been drawn into a place that they weren't supposed to be and maybe never intended to be. Gates' is
1: guilty feet have got no, no rhythm. Conduct.
5: That we saw in that last video, nowhere on the FBI. There's podcast. a
1: number of reasons we, no could, we could jail Zuck. Discussion.
5: January 6th committee doesn't want to talk to them. Why would that person be doing something?
1: I don't see why the January 6th committee wouldn't want conduct, to talk to them.
5: And then no consequence. But they weren't alone. In an elevated position, on the top of scaffolding that had been set up for the media for observance of that day, we have someone that the internet has kind of identified as scaffolding. Uh,
1: fucking Facebook will take any opportunity to zap me. This show is being broadcast on Facebook right now.
5: Play the next clip.
1: Nobody's seeing it though because I keep getting banned from Facebook. Don't stand there? Destroys my reach. Meanwhile, Benny Johnson and Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, all those chuckle fucks dominate Facebook. Dan Bongino. Yes, Matt, these are clearly Trump supporters. I love that he's playing videos off of Rumble. He's playing videos off of Rumble. Rumble. That's what that green play button is. I don't know what this is supposed to prove. And the next image. I, I do not get the kind of hate I get on BitChute on Rumble. Like, I don't, I don't get the views I get on BitChute for some reason on Rumble.
5: With persistence, with focus, is this person. I, I saw recently that the federal government is in...
1: Bugged. it is a cesspool on Rumble, on, Rumble, on Getter, on Parlor, on BitChute, and even even kind of Odyssey.
5: Director Ray Say is the most expansive, the most comprehensive investigation in America's history. Look, there may be a perfectly Well, I think their
1: argument government is, government. is that these aren't dims. is that the feds were riling up bad. the stupid Republicans
5: Bizarre. in order to frame interaction them. ...interaction with the federal government, but we deserve those answers. And uh, and tens of millions of Americans should not be targeted and smeared and lied about until we get them. Uh, Congresswoman Green and I were not on the grounds this day. We did not...
1: Oh, I love parlor. I love getting the hate
5: specific focus for the debate. Now, Congressman Jordan... I
1: usually so, post the YouTube video of the show on Parler before we go teams on.
5: ...would present affidavits <laughs> and evidence
1: and legal... I put all my shit everywhere. I put all my shit where the right wingers are. ...the
5: point of jurisdiction... Oh, you're going to get her? Can't get away from me. Television ...for all of America to see as part of our objection to electors from states that we did not believe ran clear... That's a very good point. We wanted to point out the unilateral changes that occurred in election law uh, that we thought were unconstitutional and illegal. And Congresswoman Green and I were working together specifically on the state of Michigan. So we did not show up on January 6th, cheerleading for, hoping- He just wanted to strut his ass ass on by. Or disruption. To the contrary, we wanted to follow the constitutional process to be able to make our arguments and unfortunately, that was the true disruption of what occurred on January 6th. I mean, Joe Biden's certification still occurred on January 6th, but we were deprived of the opportunity to make our argument to the country about election integrity. Uh, And that uh, is the very same constitutional process that was contemplated when Jim McGovern, the Democrat chairman of the Rules Committee, literally got up and objected in 2017 to the state of Alabama, a state that Donald Trump won by over 40 points. So when they do it, well I'm hoping it's 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 when we do it you can be truly
1: anonymous because
5: I'm insurrectionist. Uh
1: I'm very worried that somebody might try to shoot me one day right here live on the show.
5: To go unheard and we did not want You know I wonder if hijacked and captured.
1: We have all the reports that Marjorie Taylor Greene is actually a swinger that uh, she was involved in some kind of sex triangle with the people at her gym. I wonder if her and Matt Gates have been partying together, or
5: is she too old for Matt Gates? By those who are the true insurrectionists, Congresswoman Green.
2: Thank you very much, and I. Who
5: indeed?
2: That that Congressman Gates just made. It's very important for the Republican voice to go. To, to be heard today because it's the Republican voice and the
1: literally bubbing uglies and
2: Trump supporter that has been smeared constantly over this past year. I want you all to know that on January 6th, I was very upset with what happened that day. You helped instigate
1: it, both of you were complicit. You should be expelled from Congress.
2: Christmas. Uh, preparing for January 6 to object on behalf of Americans that felt their votes had been stolen, and I think it's important to recognize. Well,
1: those Americans election election that felt their votes had been stolen been are fucking morons.
2: Zero zero eight percent, and it's important to point out that elections are very serious and they're taken that way by all Americans. Don't forget that Bernie Sanders felt that his election was stolen by Hillary Clinton. Don't forget. That whoa,
1: whoa, Hillary whoa, whoa! whoa. That was different. Was stolen,
2: and I'll tell you, being from that Jones, was
1: Hillary saying she that she won the popular vote and lost in the electoral college.
2: Again, but here's some things that we do need to discuss. You know, I'm one of those people, and I'm not shy to this tell is,
1: you. This is, is not our government. Those those fucking examples are nothing like Trump losing by eight fucking million votes. And throwing a temper tantrum when everybody told him, like, "Hey, it was the most secure election in history."
2: And that's another reason why I ran for Congress is because I felt like it's our government that is screwing things up.
1: Everything Bernie was was robbed, but like it was it was, it was a you know it was the
2: videos that
1: technical shit with through. the with the super delegates right now, and all that nonsense. government
2: even more. When I didn't when I went through the DC jail, I'll tell you who I did not see. I did not see Ray Epps. I didn't see him in there wasting away for months on end, being denied his due process rights, being denied the ability to see his family, to get medical treatment, to get a haircut and shave. I didn't see him in there. You know who else I didn't see? Because
1: he's he's rich.
2: John Sullivan, a man that has participated in Antifa BLM riots and the whole...
1: No, no, no. He is the dude that took a lot of the video.
2: Same he guy, is not a
1: member of Antifa. They, they uh, called him subversive him. and kicked him
2: out. He's they not in Let him
1: come to the CIA. events
2: under Deputy Warden Kathleen Landerkin. So I think we have a lot of questions to ask and the people that should be in Yeah, the cope is real. is our FBI and our Department of Justice. I want to point some things out to you all. With the US Capitol riot, there is over 725 arrests that I know of, and only one case has been dropped. For BLM Antifa riots, there were over 16,240 arrests, and over 90% of those cases have been dropped.
1: Because what, they were bullshit charges to begin with. For the
2: BLM Antifa riots and violence, the victims were the American people and communities and cities all across our country. But on January 6th, you know who the victim was? It was the Capitol and the members of A Congress.
1: lot of those arrests with BLM were the cops. Like, here in, my, here in my fucking city, what they did was the cops said uh, they had to shut down an hour early than what the curfew was, and then they sprayed them with fucking tear gas and made them have to disperse, and then they arrest people for uh, still being there. That's why those charges got dropped, because they were bullshit. Because it was cops getting their their fees hurt, The cops were butthurt that they were getting protested, and they took it out on the protesters. And that is illegal. That is against the Constitution.
2: Congress inside... My question is nothing that's a red herring obsessed with itself and cares nothing about the it's
1: just a red. And as I point out to all the right wingers
2: that should never exist in our country, even
1: during the riots over the summers, it was still right wing agitators that were arrested for, say, burning down the Minneapolis Police Department. It was a right wing white supremacist group.
2: I can tell you that we know there were 12 FBI informants involved in that group, and we don't know how many federal agents were involved. Don't forget about the Bundy Ranch affair, where there were 15 FBI informants involved, and we don't know how many uh, actual agents.
1: The Bundy Ranch affair.
2: Another example would be in 1968 at the Democratic National Convention, where there were 10,000 protesters and one out of six Were federal undercover agents? Yeah,
1: they do that shit to Democrats. Six
2: hundred federal agents. They do that
1: shit to uh, left-wing protesters. It's what the left has been facing the entire history of this country.
2: How many federal informants, FBI agents, agents of people in other agencies? We don't know those numbers because we have a. If
1: there were feds in the crowd on January the sixth, it was because they were actually on Trump's side. Now.
2: What is our FBI doing, and why is the Department of Justice going along with it? And I think the question that really should be asked is, is an informant also involved in making
1: plans know. for
2: these types of things and violence <laughs> and a security breach at the Capitol? Are they just an informant sitting quietly in meetings and listening to plans, or are they actually taking part in planning these things I think we can see, and it's very obvious with the videos that we have just seen today, that Ray Epps definitely organized and told people to go in and incited people.
1: to. And do you have this zero evidence that he was working for the feds.
2: He has not been charged. So there- Once
1: again, Ray Epps is an incredibly wealthy man. He owns this ranch in, where was it, Arizona? Because I'd never heard of him. When we watched that video of Joe Rogan Talking about January 6th. And he was like, Ray Epps, Ray Epps, Ray Epps. And we had to do the deep dive here. That ranch was a multi-million dollar ranch. The motherfucker is incredibly wealthy. So he has some high-powered attorneys. He was part of the three percenters. And I'm uh, betting that he is cooperating with the feds. There's
2: a lot to be answered for. Now, we have Christopher Ray of the FBI and Merrick Garland. Of
1: Igloo, this the took place earlier today. This was during the January 6th festivities. Over her right shoulder is uh, one Mr. Matthew Gates.
2: United States history. Well you know what I think needs to be the biggest investigation that ne- in United States history is what is going on at the FBI and what is happening in the Department of Justice Hey, let's let abolish the FBI be down those answers because it's the American people and the taxpayers that pay for all of it. Now, I don't want to have anything to do with a government that is going to be so obsessed with over- I'm trying
1: to get you a smoky, but he- Change he don't wanna-
2: in our own country when it should be serving the American people, protecting their constitutional rights and individual freedoms. Now, that's not something that should divide people by political parties. I think that's something that should bring people together. So, I think that going... Well, I
1: mean, you were just attacking the constitutional rights of the protesters last summer.
2: Y'all are upset about any type of violence and riots in this country.
1: So, you know, a like...
2: Committee ...that looks for the truth instead of protecting its own... You
1: take your own advice. Stand up for the left when they are attacked. But you're not going to do that. We need
2: to make sure that they're safe and no one's vote gets stolen. Jack
1: Corbin! What up, Jack Corbin. Jack Corbin? So
2: ...that they don't use riots... ...to achieve some sort of... I, uh,
1: night mode, this is and not my usual riots. time being on... The
2: Antifa BLM riots...
1: ...on, on stream, country. and night mode is not kicked in yet. They okay, hold on. And ...demanded
2: that they stopped. But instead, they promoted them, and even Ilhan Omar, a member of Congress, and our sitting... Vice oh, my President God. Harris ...posted bail bond links, bailing out rioters so they could go back and do it again on the streets... Now, while Republicans are being attacked and the Democrats are attacking people and calling in uh, with subpoenas, subpoenaing their phone records and banking records, I think it's very important to point out you haven't seen Republicans bailing out rioters as very much matter-of-factly and sadly so hardly any Republicans have paid attention to the Well, now,
1: as you pointed out, 90% of the charges against, their against their the protesters and were dropped. So maybe, way. maybe the possible Democrats possible. that donated to Bell funds were doing it because trial they had been uh, unlawfully charged.
2: Be charged. in our country, and I think it is imperative, and it is it is your responsibility as as members of the media to call attention to this because it should never happen to anyone. And I don't care what their politics are. So with that, I'll um we'll take a few questions.
8: Oh, can I ask you? Have you? Um, did you
5: actually listen? Congresswoman to the President's speech this morning. And do you acknowledge at a minimum that it's time for reflection, or do you repudiate and reject every single thing that the President said?
2: I think clearly we are reflecting. This is exactly what we're doing today. We are clearly reflecting. As a matter of fact, this is all we reflect on. And again, I'll go back to why don't we reflect on the riots that the American people endured.
5: Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, in
2: front of you was first. Go ahead. Um, So tonight there's a visual at the D.C. jail on behalf of the writers who are jail Do either of you plan to go, and if not, why not? Uh, our plan is to be here with you. There
1: you go, motherfuckers. I turned the nightlight on.
5: To travel out to the original breach site and the places where some of these videos were captured, uh, but we do not have plans this evening for that.
1: Well, I mean, you know, the problem, that's, that's the age that he usually dates
2: lawmakers and that's why there's so much focus on this attack. But what about Spe- the-
1: Speaking of COVID possibly rid- ridding us of a dumb fuck, uh, Spike Cohen, the former vice presidential candidate of the Libertarian Party, announced that he almost certainly has COVID and is going into isolation. Now, I have been trolling Spike Cohen for quite some time and on a lot of his insensitive posts, I have... Uh, Made the comment, I can't wait to see you gargling with a vent in your mouth from a hospital room, telling everybody to take this seriously. So, my, my prayers might have been answered.
2: That we're Can you tell Gates
1: little- is a hella troll. But that's an insult to trolls, come on.
2: The, the police officers being assaulted, and if you have any words for them today... Do you know
1: what fascist means? Because that yeah, wasn't fascist at all. I've
2: said all year long, I'll say the same thing I said starting that day. It was appalling, and I want to know why the National Guard was not outside the Capitol. I am furious at that. And I
1: Apparently would- the reason why they didn't want to call in the National Guard was because they were afraid a segment of the National Guard would go with Trump.
2: I want you to know that members of Congress, and, and definitely... He is indeed now. a
1: child diddler. diddler
2: that there was going to be violence that you day live in president trump anarchy. requested the national guard so did up
1: other- no 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 wishing that a dumb fuck faces the consequences of their own actions is not fascist
2: Others, they knew things were going to happen, but for some reason they thought that optics would look bad if they had the National Guard there. Yes, as a freshman member of Congress, only a few days on the job. Yeah, I'm angry. Well, thank you, Lenny. I appreciate I wasn't it. ...wasn't out there, and they left the Capitol Police as sitting ducks to have to, to, have to deal with all of this. And, and completely I would, wrong. I would, I would add to that. What if...
1: Those no, you can't. Spike Cohen has been out here... Like bitching about fucking vaccine mandates, bitching about fucking masks, spreading misinformation constantly. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. All I'm wanting is the logical conclusion of his actions. I I'm sorry. Like I I just I. Don't mess around with Slim. I don't, I, apparently, I lost a fan the other day. Salty Lemon came in here because I was mocking a anti-vaxer that died. And like, here's the thing: is like, ultimately, I don't want to mock them. Yeah, they're fucking dumb, but ultimately, they weren't equipped with the critical thinking skills to be able to discern the information needed to tell what was bullshit from from. Actual medical information. But, I mean, why do these people believe Dr. Robert Malone or that Geats dude and all the other fucking chuckle fucks and not Johns Hopkins or the Mayo Clinic or the CDC? You know, like, I am on video almost for the entire duration of this pandemic, giving my thoughts every night. I've been right the entire time, but it's not been hard to be right because i just listened to experts I've just listened to people that were knowledgeable. Thank you for the sub, Lenny. I appreciate it. Jack, I hope you stick around. I I I, I don't want to lose you, but I'm also I'm a comedian. I mock people. That's that's kinda of my thing.
5: Capital Police Officers are- What up Mono? people like ray epps absolutely what if they're victims of an orchestrated effort by the fbi or other federal law enforcement to increase the criminal acuity of that day so i would suggest that every officer that was harmed that day well i mean would would likely be uh,
1: when you're talking about measures to control the spread you're talking about efficacy I mean, lockdowns work. All you have to do is look at, like, New Zealand or Japan. They've been able to keep the virus under control. We never did lockdowns. I mean, the right wing in this country keeps talking about lockdowns. What fucking lockdowns? China, another good example. What fucking lockdowns? Especially for the last year and a half, there has not been a lockdown since since before the summer of 2020. So I don't know what Dumb fuck right wingers are talking like there was a dude that called into the majority report yesterday. I watched after I got off here and he he was like, you know, lockdowns are killing businesses. What lockdowns? There is no lockdown right now. I mean, it's it's It makes perfect sense that in order to control the spread, keeping people home, but you can't you can't lock people down without also providing them support. You have to give them fucking a a mortgage freeze, a rent freeze. You have to provide people with survival checks. And that's a a lot of it. The churches. Uh, You know, you can't make as much money if you can't pass around the offering plate because the boomers don't know how to use the PayPal or some shit. I do not understand churches that wanted to be meeting face-to-face. You can do your shit virtually. There is no difference between the message you're giving over a webcam and the message you're giving live. Now, yeah, I'm a, I'm a live music fan. I understand the difference in live and recorded and over the web. But, I mean, in order to protect people, it's, it's the least you can fucking do. And, like, the whole thing with schools right now. Like, how many children dying? Yeah, it's a small fucking number. It's like 700 kids died last year of COVID. But that's 700 fucking kids died. That's a lot. Supposedly, to these people, all life is precious. 700 kids died last year. What the fuck? Is is being in person in school that important that you're willing to sacrifice seven? What's the number of kids that you're willing to sacrifice? And that's what it is. It's our hyper-capitalistic society needing fucking babysitters so the parents can go to work. I mean, even even the Biden administration admitted a ten day lockdown would just fucking ruin the economy again. They're trying to avoid it at all costs, but these soft lockdowns are gonna be way, way worse. I agree, one is too many. Seven hundred I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's like point zero 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 something to the population. And that's what they're always telling. Kids are at a statistically insignificant blah, 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 blah. And then they fight against mask mandates and shit. But I can show you the data between districts that had mask mandates versus districts that didn't. A district that didn't have a mask mandate was like three times more likely to have to close it's insane it's insane I I feel like I'm going crazy guys and and as I showed you the tweet from the from the doctor last night if you have children prepare because like in a couple weeks are there gonna be enough people to say there are uh, school closings all over this country just because they don't have enough people to staff the schools. We're going to get into that here in just a little bit.
5: Served well by answering these questions that Attorney General Garland and... Yeah, those- sorry, I did not
1: have the phone open again. I fucked up. Uh, somebody tried to call a few minutes ago. If you want to call back... Please give me give me a ringy ding. Absolutely I have the phones not. open I now. I think
2: Senator Cruz is smart enough to know, since he's an attorney, that no one's been charged with terrorism, just like no one has been charged That's
1: with... What, they're all attacking Ted Cruz. Tucker Carlson attacked Ted Cruz. Remember, we watched the clip of Ted Cruz last night talking to the um, the manager of the Capitol Police. And, like, it shocked everybody that was watching this stream that Ted Cruz talked with some fucking sense. So here they go attacking Ted Cruz for saying that it was terrorism.
2: Insurrection. I think that was very irresponsible of him to call them terrorists, and I'm, I am I completely disagree.
1: Fucking pitbull haunts me.
2: We'll never love you, Ted.
5: You know, you can uh, you can you can bend over uh, at, at bended knee for him, uh, but they're they're just not going to love you. I think that was maybe an effort uh, by the good senator who we agree with on many, many things to to recast himself in the eyes of uh, of some of the folks in your profession. But uh, we didn't find it particularly. He called
1: it an act of terrorism and said that like it was it was a blight on the country and shit like. He called it like we were all shocked that Ted Cruz said that I promise you. And, and apparently, his, what was his coffee cup? Low key Latino. I don't remember what <laughs> somebody
5: called his coffee cup. Really factual or sincere. John? Hey, yes.
8: um, what I heard Senator Cruz say was that he said the Democratic Party wants all Republicans to be seen <laughs> as terrorists. That's what I heard when I spoke to him. Uh, but I wanted to ask you about uh, the Attorney General. He had a press conference in which he said. The Justice Department remains committed to holding all January 6th perpetrators at any level accountable under law, whether they were present that day or otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. We will follow the facts wherever they lead. What do you make of that press conference? The Attorney General is speaking out uh, the day before January 6th.
5: It was very frustrating for me as a member of the Judiciary Committee. Because. Yes, how are you
1: on the Judiciary Committee when you're under investigation for sex trafficking? How is Matt Gaetz still in Congress?
5: We're worried that this might not be a crime so much as it is a cover up in some circumstances as it relates to some people. And it is challenging constitutional.
1: Talk about a cover up. These two were complicit in January
5: 6th. Department of Justice and FBI assets and informants really increasing the degree of, of criminality on this day. Uh, and who's supposed to look into them? Well, the Congress is. And there was likely a time, John, when I believed that the Republicans should disband this January 6th committee. The Jokes
1: are funny, Mono.
5: Two elections, but increasingly, I'm. <clears throat> this be- guy
1: is not funny.
5: Convert it to a proper purpose to follow the facts in the law when the Department of Justice. Uh, this
1: guy gone. is a moron.
5: Members of Congress have asked questions under oath. Mr. Gates, you think there would have been no riot if there hadn't been federal? Somehow in the crowd. Lower, that is lower. the operative question, and if you note, know, I would point you. To- that story
1: has been awfully quiet. Where, where, where is?
5: I would say, say, take these
1: videos. It was back over the summer when his buddy flipped on him. So why has Matt Gates not been arrested yet?
5: Breach prior to the video that I showed you, that initial video, and so at the moment of breach, you have Epps instigating, pushing, directing, describing exactly what should happen. Uh, I think that I would love to hear from this Epps
1: guy, but he is probably, you know, being advised by his lawyers not to talk.
5: Focused on everything else. you saying the federal government caused the riot at the time? I, I do not believe that there would have been the same level of criminal acuity. On January 6th of last year, but for the involvement of the federal government, I don't think there would have been a kidnapping plot of Governor Whitman. Hopefully,
1: Gates doesn't even make it to the election. And I've donated to Marjorie Taylor Greene's opponent.
5: Into these organizations through assets, informants, at times. Uh,
1: more than likely the Democrats are going to keep the Senate.
5: The
1: worry is losing the House, but it's looking more it's looking more favorable to Democrats now.
5: That I just showed you regarding Reyes. The,
1: the gerrymandering has not been as significant. I think. I think the Democrats may actually pick up a seat or two. In the Senate, they might pick up Florida. They oh, might pick up I, I, I Pennsylvania.
5: have imputed a, a motive.
1: That and I, they I, might lose somewhere else, and we might still end what up what with fifty-fifty. But for, it, it kind of so seems we're like we're the Democrats are going to keep the Senate
5: and utilize the January sixth. Uh, but we, we're still a long way out. What, what I find very circumspect is, in the face of this direct captured evidence, and when presented with direct questions under oath, we get obfuscation from the Attorney General and the FBI Director that is very suspicious to us we're not ready to try and convict anyone but these are the operative questions not whether or not there were coup plotters who wanted to formulate an argument for the floor of the house not whether there were
1: coup plotters who wanted to formulate an argument for the floor of the Sounds like you're talking about yourself sir that you were a coup plotter a coup plotter a coup plotter Formulating an argument for the House. All right, one more on January the sixth. This is Ron DeSantis, the likely twenty twenty four frontrunner, absent Trump, for the Republican Party. If he doesn't lose, his poll numbers have gone down in Florida. He is going to be facing a tough race for re-election as governor. This is Ron DeSantis
10: earlier today. This is what you said it was. Why are you not charging people? So I think it's going to end up being just a politicized Charlie Foxtrot today. Um, I don't expect anything good to come out of anything that Pelosi and the gang are doing. I don't expect anything from the the corporate press to be enlightening. Um, I think it's going to be nauseating, quite frankly, um, and I'm not going to do it. But I do. People have gone down in
1: Florida in general.
10: January 6th committee. Why do we not know some of the people who we know were really involved in, in orchestrating? Oh,
1: was you going to say Roy Epps, too?
10: Off the most wanted list. Christopher Ray was asked at the um, under oath what FBI was involved in that, and he would not answer the question. And so I think that this is something that, that has really been used uh, for political.
1: Fucking Mo Brooks, my
10: congressman. I don't think it's been effective. You know, people here in. in is America, running for Senate. Inflation, And they care about gas prices and education and and, and crime and all the key issues that are so important. And that's that's what they talk to me about. By
1: the way, and I'm going to do a story on it probably on, on, on Sunday. I'm going to highlight this. Crime in areas where there are Democratic progressive prosecutors have gone down. In cities where there are progressive prosecutors that have taken different steps. Crime, crime has gone down
10: drastically. Uh, but there is an obsession with this amongst the D.C. New York uh, uh, journalist class. And again, I think it's
1: because yeah. I did. I did the the, the 57. People that participated in the insurrection are running for uh, office this year. Uh, about what happened after
10: 2016, when you had a false Russia collusion conspiracy theory that was put on for years because they were involved when doing it, and how that may have damaged trust in institutions or all that. So, um, so I just think that it's uh, it, it, it is what it is, but um, it's blatantly not- lying concerned about in my job here, because quite frankly, it's not something that most Floridians um, have been, have been concerned about. They're concerned about,
1: uh, probably concerned about their rising COVID rates right now. They are getting ravaged. All right. One more story about the uprising, but it's not the uprising happening in this country. Russia has sent troops to put down the Kazakhstan uprising as fresh violence erupts. We actually have some video here. The cool. alliance
4: of ex Soviet states led by Russia is set to send peacekeeping forces into Kazakhstan. Anti government. Goddamn fucking Dexter.
1: What a, fuck, what a fucking cliffhanger it left me on. Goddamn you. There's only one more episode. This entire season has had me on the edge of my seat.
4: That's beside, That's not what we're talking about right here. Government protests have entered the third straight day. Armenia's prime minister said Thursday an unspecified number of forces would help stabilize the situation after Kazakh president kassym Jomart Tokayev appealed for help. Demonstrations were first triggered by widespread anger over a rise I've of got smoky crisis, fur but have expanded in the wider something. opposition to Tokayev's predecessor, Nursultan Nazarbayev. <laughs> The Kazakh government resigned on Wednesday as police clashed with protesters who torched state buildings and seized the airport in the country's largest city, Almaty. In a televised speech, Takayev denounced the protesters and claimed they were foreign-trained terrorists.
1: Okay, I thought the Trinity killer was going to show up this season. I thought he was going to be central to the plot and that we're going to get more John Lithgow but he has not made an appearance. However, however, Dexter, I mean, I'm sorry, James Lindsay, actually lied to Harrison and uh, uh, said that he killed the Trinity Killer, and he did not. So I'm wondering if, like, is, is this gal gonna pop up as the Trinity Killer here in this last episode? I fucking, like, it has to be a... I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry see this is this is the reason why I shouldn't be talking about Dexter. I my apologies. I'm gonna put a lid on it. we're gonna go back to talking about Kazakhstan. This past, this past week. I mean, seriously. The, the whole season has been great. And, like, I, I'm glad that there was ten years between the finale and the new one. Because, like, I I hated that show by the time it went off. I hated the ending. I hated the last couple of seasons. I was really jaded about it. But I have, I have thoroughly enjoyed the new season. Fucking Sparkles watched, like, the first episode of the new season without ever seeing any of the old episodes, went back and watched all the seasons in a row. Like, she has the biggest crush on Dexter. Apparently, like, like, the whole sexual fucking killing thing is, like, right up her alley. (laughs) Ah, shit. Let's start back over from the beginning, because I didn't pay any fucking attention to what we were talking about with Kazakhstan. And, like, they're, like, burning down their capital building over there. Yeah.
4: A security alliance of ex-Soviet states led by Russia is set to send peacekeeping forces into Kazakhstan. Anti-government protests have entered the third straight day. Armenia's prime minister said Thursday an unspecified number of forces would help stabilize the situation, after Kazakh President Kasim-Jomart Tokayev appealed for help. Demonstrations were first triggered by widespread anger over a rise in fuel prices, but have expanded into wider opposition to Takayev's predecessor. I'm I'm assuming there's more than fuel prices going on. The government resigned on Wednesday as police clashed with protesters who torched state buildings and seized the airport in the country's largest city. Oh,
1: I didn't know they separated. Television She's television in the new season. So they still working together, even though they're exes. Claimed Damn. Trained terrorists.
0: We should consider that those terrorist groups are international, in fact. They have undergone serious drills, and those attacks against Kazakhstan may and should be considered as an act of aggression.
4: Nazarbayev, the main target of protesters' anger, ruled with an iron fist for three decades. Though he stepped down in 2019, he retains significant power, and it's believed his family still controls much of the country's oil-driven economy. But younger generations have begun demanding liberalization, as seen in other former Soviet states. Quoting you can't the
1: search for incest on Russian state porn sites anymore. you got to put step.
4: National Guard troops were killed in the unrest this week. States of emergency have been declared across several provinces, and the Internet remains shut down. After accepting the Cabinet's resignation... Yes, yes, yes.
1: Now, they shut the down the, the Internet in Christ Kazakhstan. In. The Kremlin has said it expects Kazakhstan... They shut down the internet in Kazakhstan, and it caused Bitcoin to lose like 20% of its value because so much of Bitcoin is mined in
4: Kazakhstan. ...a close ally to quickly resolve its internal problems and warned other countries against interfering. The U.S. has rejected Russian accusations that it instigated the unrest.
1: Oh, I'm sure Russia does deny it. Just like Trump denies, he started the insurrection. Police in Albany say they had killed dozens of rioters overnight into the early hours of Thursday morning. authorities said at least 18 members of the security, for, uh, security forces had died, including two found decapitated. More than 2,000 were arrested. After a night of running street confrontations between protesters and troops, a presidential residence in the city and its mayor's office were both ablaze, and burnt-out cars littered the city. Yeah, let's talk about its effect on crypto Bitcoin network power slumps as Kazakhstan cracks down on uh, as Kazakhstan crackdown hits crypto miners. Overcomputing power of the Bitcoin network has dropped sharply as the shutdown this week of Kazakhstan's internet during a deadly uprising uh, that hit the country's fast-growing cryptocurrency mining industry. Kazakhstan became uh, became last year the world's second largest center for Bitcoin mining after the United States, according to the Cambridge Center for Alternative Finance. I didn't realize that the United States... Uh, ...ranked so high. Military personnel regained control of the main airport, seized earlier by protesters. Thursday evening saw renewed battles in Albany's, uh main square, occupied alternatively by troops and hundreds of protesters throughout much of the day. Reuters reported... Uh, ...reporters heard explosions and gunfire as military vehicles... And scores of soldiers advanced, although the shooting stopped again after nightfall. TASS news agency quoted witnesses as saying people had been killed and wounded in the new gunfire. Russian deployment was a gamble by the Kremlin that rapid military force could secure its interests in the oil and uranium producing Central Asian nation by swiftly putting down the worst violence in Kazakhstan's 30 years of independence. Oh, shit. Apparently, a Russian submarine hit a Royal Navy warship in the North Atlantic. That's not very good. A Russian submarine collided with a Royal Navy warship on patrol in the North Atlantic, according to the Ministry of Defense. HMS North... Northumberland, Northumberland, had been tracking the submarine when it hit the ship's sonar, a piece of equipment being trailed hundreds of meters behind it. The incident in late 2020, wait, what? This didn't just happen today, but it was just confirmed today. Captured by a television crew filming a documentary. UK defense source said it was unlikely the collision was deliberate. Well, probably not going to cause an international incident then. Telling us about shit that happened last year. I thought we had like breaking fucking news from Warlord. Letting you know they're there. You never know with Russia. It could have been uh, on purpose. Oil production at Kazakhstan's top field. Tingzin? Tingzi? Tengiz. Was reduced on Thursday. It's operator Chevron, fuck you, Chevron said as some of its contractors disrupted train lines in support of the protest. Oil prices rose more than one percent on Thursday, and uranium has also jumped since the clashes erupted. Oh, you are you accusing uh the Brits? Poor Lord is British now. Are you are you accusing the Brits of uh ...being unsavory in this situation. Is that what you're saying? I've never trusted the Brit. Now back to the U.S. And the... ...insane situation we find ourselves in... ...with the... ...current COVID wave. The schools... ...keep closing... Look at this fucking chart. (coughs) This is school closures. This is like, you see November here. This would have been like December right here. Boom! Shot up. Nearly two years after the arrival of the pandemic, America's schools are still struggling to provide kids with uninterrupted high-quality education. Some 4,561 U.S. schools are either shifted to virtual or closed temporarily for at least one day this week, according to a school opening tracker maintained by uh, Burbeo. Aggregate school, government library, and community event information. A big jump from the few hundred schools where learning was disrupted in early December, though it's still a small fraction of the 98,000 schools in the U.S., week's numbers include 653 Chicago schools that canceled classes today after 73% of the Chicago Teachers Union's members voted to suspend in-person teaching. Omicron is triggering the same school closures that Delta and the original COVID-19 virus did. Even with vaccinated teachers, support staff, and students, And even with the CDC's new guidance that exposed kids can stay in school if they test negative, school caseloads have been high enough to trigger staff shortages and shut down in-person learning. All the disruptions continue to hurt students and the economy at large, while no fucking help is coming from the government. There's going to be no support measures. There's going to be no rent freezes, moratoriums. Holy fuck is this country cruel? Holy fuck, in the schools that are actually open right now, they are scrambling to actually have teachers. Principals, superintendents, and counselors are filling in as substitutes in classrooms as the surge in coronavirus infections further strains schools that had already been struggling with staffing shortages. In Cincinnati, dozens of employees from... And these teachers don't make any goddamn money as it is! Why would they put their lives on the line? In Cincinnati, dozens of employees from the central office were dispatched this week to schools... That were at risk of having to close because of low staffing. Superintendent of Boston Schools, Brenda Casilius, tweeted she was filling in for a fifth grade teacher. San Francisco Superintendent Vince Matthews has called on all employees with teaching credentials to take a class. I honest to God don't think school is that fucking important. And especially, like, this wave is supposedly going to be very short-lived. It's only going to be three or four weeks. And caseloads are going to be back down. Why not take a break? I think kids need the break. I wasn't for, you know, fucking loading them down with all this virtual learning. Let them be kids for a little fucking while. Let them go fucking play outside and shit. I think that this pandemic would have been a great time for us to just take a pause as society. The way to stop the spread is just to pay people to fucking jack off. I didn't mean go outside with, you know, your friends and shit, but like playing out in the yard. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And also the virus doesn't spread that well outside. When you're in open air, staff absences and the surge driven by the Omicron variant have led some big districts, including Atlanta, Detroit, and Milwaukee, to switch temporarily to virtual learning. Where schools are holding the line on in-person learning, getting through the day is required an all-hands-on-deck approach. It's absolutely exhausting, said a history teacher, Deborah Schmidt who was covering other classes during her planning period at McKinley Classical Leadership Academy in St. Louis. On Thursday, she was covering a physics class. Oh, my God. A 70-year-old retiree? Squid, oh, my God, that's fucking horrible. That poor woman. There was no reason not to pay people to stay at home and jack off. Would have been way better. And like, and and look, here's the thing is like, business didn't have to come to a standstill. If you could still do business virtually, you can do business virtually. Fucking restaurants could still open and do takeout orders and shit. There's like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, we did this story uh, a couple of weeks back how a lot of the pan- pandemic misinformation was being funded by the Kochs, the Mercers, and their fucking whole circle of think tanks they fund. And that is like the right-wing websites that are most adamant about pandemic restrictions. They're all funded by the same assholes. And this this is this is this is going to have dramatic effects all across our nation. Evictions are rising now that the pandemic moratorium has been lifted. Maybe we got a local, local news hit on it. We'll watch this or not. I can probably do it better anyway. With the uh, When the federal eviction moratorium was in place, evictions were down across the country. Now those numbers are a bit more complicated. For example, in some places currently, you can't file to evict someone has already filed for rental assistance. So in places like that, we've seen that numbers have not gone up as much. This is according to Emily Limmerman, a research specialist at Princeton University's Eviction Lab. What kind of country do we live in where we have to have an eviction lab? What the fuck? In other places, eviction filings are closer to 100% of the historical average. The eviction lab has been tracking filings in six states and 31 cities. They say that in Connecticut, Houston, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and Columbus, evictions are back to pre-pandemic levels. However, the agency notes that numbers are likely higher in those localities and elsewhere. That's because there are a number of informal eviction measures landlords can use to push tenants out, which don't show up in the court case filings that they track. Those measures include changing locks, shutting off utilities, and other intimidation tactics. Now, the bigger issue is that some tenants are reporting that it's harder to find a new place to live as rent prices have soared across
5: the country.
1: Yeah, Marie Antoinette actually never said that. It is a historical fun fact. Adver Nancy Pelosi did brag about her ice cream freezer during the pandemic. That did happen and it's on tape. One thing I want to point out about the pandemic before we move on. There are cases where rapid nasal COVID tests are returning false negatives. You guys need to be aware of that. There appears to be yet another layer to America's coronavirus testing chaos. People may not test positive on rapid nasal tests until after they're infectious, which would make the test an unreliable measure of whether it's safe to gather. Rapid tests have been held as a way to weather the Omicron surge without mass disruption to everyday life, but they've been in short supply for weeks, and now new research along with loads of anecdotal evidence suggests there may be significant limitations to their usefulness with this variant oh god oh speaking of testing actually let me go see if i can find this other story we're not going to move on from the pandemic just yet let's talk about ron desantis yeah where's it at i thought i bookmarked an official in Florida that came out and said that DeSantis was yes okay here we go here we go So DeSantis is now admitted to finding 1 million expired COVID-19 tests
6: I've been trying since Sunday to get a test. I've been super sick, and I wanted to make sure to keep everybody safe.
0: A lot of you are in that same boat lately, and today Governor DeSantis admitted the state let a million COVID tests go unused. The news comes as case numbers skyrocket.
6: Right here on NBC2, Commissioner of Agriculture Nikki Freed accused the governor of stockpiling COVID tests in an interview with NBC2's chief political correspondent Dave Elias. This was yesterday. Dave is here tonight to explain what's going to happen to those tests. And Dave, so many people are searching for tests right now.
8: Yeah, we found them today and the test kits expired at the end of December. Now, the governor said today he has asked the feds to extend their expiration in hopes they could still be used. Now, that's an about face after just yesterday his office called Freed's revelation a bizarre
2: allegation. There is a stockpile of these tests that were either set to expire on the 31st of December or soon thereafter.
1: Freed telling me... Sanders is a Governor's piece of shit.
2: And I wouldn't just create this out of thin air if I didn't have concrete information from somebody
4: inside. Kevin can talk about what they have at DEM.
8: Today, when asked about it, the governor let his director of emergency management explain.
1: We had between 800,000 and a million test
0: kits, uh, Abbott Rapid
8: Test. Now, I
1: also want you to look. This guy right here, this is the attorney general, uh, not the attorney general, the Surgeon General of Florida. Apparently, he is calling to do less testing. They don't want their numbers to go up. He wants less testing. So, weird that they would find these expired tests.
0: Test kits in our warehouse that did expire.
8: Arguing there wasn't much of a demand when they received the tests.
1: We actually wanted to send a
10: bunch of those to long-term care facilities at the beginning when we got all these.
8: As Omicron was raging, DeSantis blamed the Biden administration for not sending enough test kits.
4: How dare you blame President Biden? For not having enough tests and not able to distribute tests in the state of Florida when you're sitting... Yeah, I do
1: believe Nikki Fried is going to be running against in line today DeSantis for governor next year.
6: To make sure it doesn't happen again, then yeah. No more free
2: thought.
1: Thank you for the follow. There's no reason for it, and it needs to be gotten to the bottom of why that happened.
2: So the question is... Oh, because
1: DeSantis well, is a piece of shit. That's why it happened.
2: Derelict of
4: his responsibilities um, to the people of our state, and people should be
8: outraged. Now, the governor's office is waiting to see if the feds will extend the shelf life of the expired test. Meanwhile, he promised today a million tests would be sent to seniors. He could not say, though, where the test would come from. Live in the studio tonight, Dave Elias, NBC2. Just
1: pulling it right out of his ass. Holy shit. And, and that's your likely 2024 frontrunner for the GOP, absent the Trump effect. Alright, I've put this story off for the last two days. Let's do it. I'm I'm sure this is going to have a robust discussion that goes with it. We're going to hear from Matt Walsh here from the Daily Wire. He's going to tell us about the spineless comedian who has apologized. This is in response to Patton Oswalt Apparently apologizing for taking a picture with Dave Chappelle.
0: You know, it's always good to have uh, positive role models in life, but in a country where those are often hard to come by, it seems like sometimes you have to... I mean, we could put it off for another day. I kind of want it. I kind of
1: want to get it over with. No, no, we're going to do it. We're going to do it.
0: Here's Matt Walsh. For negative role models. And the useful thing about a negative role model is that he can show you exactly how not to respond in a given situation, which will also tell you exactly how you should respond. You know, he's providing a roadmap in his own way, and that's the great service that cowards provide for all of us. And that's why we should be grateful in some ways to leftist comedian Patton Oswalt today, who uh, over the course of the past two days has unwittingly offered himself as a prime example of everything you shouldn't be and shouldn't do as a man, or simply as a as a human, caring being. and empathetic. Uh, like, um, well, really, it began it began shortly after Oswald was born. I guess it takes a lifetime to make cowards of this quality, but we don't have time to go back that far. So we'll start this week, just a few days ago, when Oswald was performing at a comedy club, apparently in Seattle, and his uh, his as he says, dear friend of 34 years, Dave Chappelle, texted him and invited him to come next door to the arena, where Chappelle was performing. Um, doing his own performance, and, and he said that, uh, that Oswald could do a guest set there at his performance. So Chappelle was at a, an arena because he's a big popular comedian, and uh, Patton Oswald was at a small club because nobody cares about him. But Chappelle said, Wow, you can perform in front of my bigger audience. Wow. So a nice thing to offer. Um, I Now, why did Chappelle offer that? I guess Chappelle was angry with his audience that night and wanted to punish them by subjecting them to Patton Oswald. I don't know. Or because they're fucking friends? Wow! On, on the invitation. And later that night, he took a picture with Dave Chappelle and posted it to his Instagram. But the rage mob didn't like that. The uh, trans bullies and their lackeys decided that Patton Oswald shouldn't be friends with Dave Chappelle. Why? Well, of course, because Dave Chappelle... Has opinions about gender that are pretty well, pretty, pretty liberal, actually, all things considered, but still slightly out of lockstep with the orthodoxy of the day. So he's a heretic. He's he's now we should remember he's he's just barely a heretic. His opinions about gender are still, by the standards of uh, like ten years ago, are pretty radical, far left. But by the standards of today, they're you know maybe moderate at best, and that means that nobody can associate with them. The rage mob, the trans mob, the raging trans mob yelled at Pat. For for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, I'm going to do the gender thing right here.
1: Male and female are labels that humans invented to describe nature. Nature is messy. Gender traits are bimodal. Most people fall in the male-female category. But there are people born with both sex organs. There are people born with no sex organs. There are people born with clits so big that doctors mistake them for penises. And there are people born with penises so small that doctors mistake them for clits. When they are born, and there is everything in between, gender is a spectrum. Gender traits map to a normal curve perfectly. Therefore, that's how I know trans people are naturally occurring. Just to get that out of the way.
0: And Oswald, for daring to continue a friendship with a man that he's known for three decades. I mean, and, and how dare he, really? Oswald. We did humans like, like to Avengers divide the
1: world machine. to stop from feeling frightened. Choosing to continue to wrong and so into man. right and into it's black and into white.
0: And they were stunned it didn't by the dimension song. And they let him know it.
1: But it's and actually so not
0: quite that well, simple. He apologizes profusely. And at length complete with a, a photo of him sitting ruefully at his desk like a child in timeout, hoping that...
1: So let's read exactly what he said, because I don't think Matt Walsh is actually going to give him that courtesy. I saw a friend I hadn't seen in a long time at this New Year's Eve. We've known each other since we're teens. He's a fellow comedian, the funniest I've ever met. I wanted to post a pic and an IG story about it, so I did. The friend of Dave Chappelle, 34 years we've been friends he's refocused and refined ideas a lot of us took as settled about race and history uh and life on planet earth and spun them around with a I, i'm not even seeing what the what, what
0: what what the issue here is that Matt Walsh is going but on about. isn't mad at him anymore. Here was his uh follow-up post on Monday after desperately explaining how he ended up in the proximity of Dave Chappelle and trying to justify his decision to be photographed in the heretics' company um, rather than simply stoning him to death on the spot and setting his corpse on fire as a true ally. And
1: and once once again, what fucking Matt Walsh is talking about is internet trolls. You can say the most mundane fucking thing on the internet, and there will be trolls arguing with you about it. So to fucking act like this is something new is insane. And what's hilarious, if you go to fucking any of Matt Walsh's posts, most people are dunking on him. I, the people that follow Matt Walsh are people like me who do it to dunk on him and fucking make fun of him.
0: I've done. Oswald says this. We, Oswald and Chappelle, 100% disagree about transgender rights and representation. I support trans people's rights, anyone's rights, to live safely in the world as their fullest selves. For all the things he's helped me evolve on, I'll always disagree with where he stands now on transgender issues. But I also don't believe a seeker like him is done evolving, learning. You know, someone that- What like, is wrong with this statement? This sounds- It's impossible. Fantastic on, on, not on Pat Oswald's floor. Cheer them on. Also, I've been carrying a lot of guilt about friends I've cut off who had a, views with which I couldn't agree or changed in ways I couldn't live with. Sometimes I wonder, did I and others cutting them off make them dig their heel, heels in deeper, fuel their ignorance with a nitro boost of resentment and spite? I'm an LGBTQ ally. I'm a loyal friend. There's friction in those This, this so statement is, is, is and great. And uh, not let cause feelings of betrayal in anyone else. And I'm sorry. Truly. Fucking Matt Walsh is just upset that Patton Oswald has far more talent
1: than he, like, of
3: that hurt.
0: fucking he has. ...a lot on IG today, and the back and forth has really helped guide me in the writing of this. I deleted a lot, of, a lot of posts in the comment thread, critical ones from LGBTQ writers, and posts by turf slash anti-trans orcs looking for clicks and giggles. I wanted a nice comment thread about the pick with my friend, UGG. So easy to think someone else needs growth and miss the need in yourself but i'm going to keep trying and he called him a coward for sorry, that truly sorry
1: fuck off fuck off walsh you called him a coward
0: for, for that in an effort to cure him of his ignorance and help for being well spoken and empathetic what I, I don't understand
1: what's your issue matt walsh you sociopath
0: pim evolve so this is like a this is an evangelical mission you see He's hoping to convert Chappelle to, to induct him into the... Weird
1: coming from an actual
0: evangelical. Now, naturally, he never explains what Chappelle is wrong about when it comes to gender. He also never explains... Probably didn't think that was the proper form of it.
1: I, I did. I ran it down. Pretty simple. Right before we got started, just so
0: everybody knew where I stood. How exactly anyone could be hurt, much less hurt with such great depth, just and because why Matt movie. Walsh is wrong. The comedian they don't. Like why it. Chappelle has been wrong. But those questions are irrelevant. He is uh, just a, a mouse, much like the one he voices in the one single Pixar movie that my kids refuse to watch because they say it's boring. Scurrying about, fearful and and confused. I just huh. hope that in all his scurrying, he doesn't accidentally bump into. This other comedian who has said way more problematic things about trans people. So Patton Oswalt, uh, watch out for this guy. His name is also Patton Oswalt. Watch.
3: You said this is for, like, families and kids? Because this sounds really grim and creepy. Well, you didn't let me finish. Because we're also going to have men in bright clothing and makeup. Up, oh, time out. You mean, like, like transvestites, right? Well, technically, yes. But... They're gonna keep going so that they're clowns. You realize a clown is just a transvestite that doesn't stop. <laughs> like if you, like if you, if you saw a guy in lipstick and eyeshadow, you'd be like, Timmy, leave him alone. That's his own thing. And the guy's like, Oh no, hang on. <laughs> like oh, Timmy, get a, he's a wonderful clown. Get over there. I didn't know you'd use a whole tube of lipstick on one cheek. Please entertain my child. Run at him out of the darkness. He'll love it.
0: Well, I don't know how long ago that was, but it didn't look like it was all that long ago. And there is, of course, a direct link here. Out of all the adults bowing to cancel culture now, and especially to trans cancel culture. Oh, so that's it. He hasn't
1: evolved. He hasn't learned and become more accepting. No, 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 no. It's that he gave in to the culture. Uh, apparently the Showtime special was, I'm not exactly, uh, sure, was it a Showtime special or was it just Showtime showing it? Doesn't look like he has an actual showtime. Like he's got to deal with. Them. I I can't I can't even I can't even put a date on that.
0: Cancel culture. Precisely, none of them. ...have obeyed these rules their whole lives. Because these rules, as they stand right now, didn't exist their whole lives.
1: Weed! RB, I'm sorry, I came on early
0: tonight because of the uh, forwards, the, the sixth vigil. ...trying to avoid the sin, the sin of, of wrong-think. You're coming in at the end of the They're show. ...trying to engage in group-think and avoid wrong-think their whole lives. But the problem is that the thought... This dude is a Christian. Remember that when he's talking about group-think and in-groups and shit. He's a Christian. Which qualify as wrong and right Tend to change And what this means is that by obeying The thought police of today You will inevitably end up disobeying The thought police of tomorrow Because the rules are arbitrary And they change and it's designed that way Oh yeah, society doesn't evolve In in eternal now Where nothing is ever allowed To simply stay in the past And we're all called propentially to answer For everything we've ever said or done No matter when we said or did it the Are we trying to stay up on the rules? Will always be in violation of them. It, it's a losing game, but it's the only one. they know. I've said horrible shit in the past, and I'll it's own up too to it late now. For a guy like Oswald to suddenly grow a spine, a mind of his own, an intellectual identity of his own, he's doomed to finish his life as he's lived it until now, lying prostrate before the mob, begging to be loved and accepted, or at least pitied. Wow, he can't have love and acceptance. You know, a few years ago when Oswald was uh, jumping on the dog dog pile to slander the Covington Catholic kids as racist, he tweeted this about them. He said that they are, quote, bland, frightened, forgettable kids who will grow up, grow up to be bland, frightened, forgotten adult wastes. That is correct. That, 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 that sounds very correct. A very apt description. But he should have been talking to a mirror because he described himself and his ilk perfectly. Bland, Frightened, forgettable Couldn't have said it better myself
1: And a hairy ass at that Oh Jesus That was horrible Oh fuck A lot of people in the US It has been a snow day Let's watch some foxes play in the snow. Yeah, f you, Matt Walsh. If you if you didn't get to actually hear what Patton Oswalt said about Chappelle, like it, it was a fantastic statement. Like there was there was nothing wrong with it. Why Matt Walsh was running down Patton Oswalt is beyond me. Fuck Matt Walsh. But here's some here's some foxes playing in the snow. I don't know where this happened. I know where this shit occurred. Do not try to pet the foxes, though. Apparently, that is not a good thing to do. I get foxes in my backyard sometimes. It makes my cats go nuts. If you're watching on Twitch, you're going to head over to Poly People. Normally, the Troll Patrol is on at 8 p.m. Eastern. We came on a little early for the January 6th bullshit tonight. Tomorrow night is the Friday Night Freak Show, 10 p.m. Eastern. 7 Pacific. Sparkles will be here, but will be remote for at least one more week. Maybe I'll let her come back next week. She's got her new cat ear headphones and her pink microphone. She is very much looking forward to showing them to you guys tomorrow night. Friday Night Freak Show, 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 Pacific tomorrow night you're watching on Twitch, say hey to Polly people for me. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freakin. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Friday Night Freak Show.